everybody. This is our first uh, episode of Entrepreneur Minds Speak. And I'm Lauren. I'm creative and founder of Creme de Mint Design, a branding and packaging design agency in Miami Beach, Florida. And this is... Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm owner of Cloud Create, a web development agency over here in Tampa, Florida. And we focus on e-commerce and WordPress and any kind of web solutions. And so today we're going to talk about design, design, <laughs> we're going to talk about decision fatigue. Uh, apparently it's near the end of the day already because I'm having trouble like formulating words. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I think that happens all, all, any time of the day for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, me too, me too. So, um, but anyway, so let's talk about this decision to take. I, the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic was because it was, I felt like near the end of last year, in the beginning of this year, I just felt super overwhelmed. And by the end of each day, I was so tired and so exhausted. I was having trouble making decisions. And so I was like, okay, do other people have this experience? And then I started reading about decision fatigue. And the definition of decision fatigue is decision fatigue is the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of a day becomes worse. And I can tell you that is definitely the case for me. And um, I also had read when I was doing all of this that um, that we make about 35,000 decisions a day. Oh my God. Well, no wonder we're tired after that. Yeah. And I, and I feel, feel like, like mm -hmm. yeah, oh, sorry. Ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like that's like from day to day. And I'm almost thinking of like what you're talking about coming from the holidays, coming from December, and then going into January. I feel like a lot of people experience extra things during December, whether it's extra, you know, extra work in a business. Some businesses are very busy through the end of the year with holiday specials and all this kind of stuff, but also family things on top of that. Gifts, family coming into town. I had a bunch of family coming into town. Um, I was traveling a little bit. Like there were so many additional things that went on over and above my day-to-day -day work that like I felt exhausted by the end of December. Like by the end of December, yeah. I feel like I needed to go on vacation from having holidays because I was exhausted physically and mentally from making a lot of just decisions, I think, play a huge part in that. You have to constantly adjust your schedule, adjust your life, um, adjust the decisions you're making based on all these extra things that are coming up. Yeah, and it's compounded. And one of the things I was thinking about around decision fatigue is it's it's you're changing your routine. Because when you have a routine, you, you get used to that routine. Right. And you don't have to think about it anymore. So there's no decision to be made. You know, yes. like in a routine, but here come the holidays and you have like, you have to readjust everything and then you have so many more responsibilities. It's just, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's very overwhelming. So I do think you end up making a lot more little decisions. One thing that I, um, I know I've struggled with this and I feel like every entrepreneur, especially starting out, um, as you're, you know, learning everything, you usually have a particular expertise that allows you to go be an entrepreneur. You know, maybe you're a hairdresser and you want to create your own salon. In my case, I was a developer, wanted to make my own web development company. And you have an 
high expertise in that area. You can come up with all kinds of solutions in that area. And that's usually why you go out and create your own business around it. Um, so you can really exert that expertise to its full capacity. But then all of a sudden, you have to make decisions along lines that you really don't know that much about. You have to make financial decisions. You have to make decisions with your staff. You have to make decisions about marketing, um, about sales. Like there's all these decisions that may not be your expertise. So whereas someone can maybe make an amazing amount of decisions about, you know, whatever their profession is, once you start having to be an entrepreneur, and I'm probably most entrepreneurs are in the box of still learning, because even those with huge companies are always still learning um, most of the time, um, you're going to be making decisions in areas that you just don't know much about, which I think is even more exhausting. Yeah. And it's not just that you have to make these decisions. You have to research these decisions and make yeah. the right decision that you're making the right decision. So right. yeah, there's a lot more like weight to it. It feels like, at least to me, that's how it feels. No, I, I totally feel as having come, I mean, I was in a very stressful job before. Um, I was in a sales job and it was very high stress and it felt very high tension. So I felt like my decisions were also, um, you know, I felt very stressed about them all the time, but I definitely had less, you know, it was like I was honed in on that exact thing that I needed to do, those targets I needed to meet. And that's all I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about like, oh my God, I need to do, you know, the business taxes for the end of the year. And I feel like now with um, the way that things are in, in our society, like we're being pulled in all these different directions. Like, yes. so our, our, our minds are being pulled in this way and that way, you know, we're looking at social media and we're going this direction, that direction, that it's really, really hard to focus. And we're, even when we're making the decision to, you know, click on a post or, you know, we're making a decision to like that we're making a decision, we're doing all of these little things. And, you know, we can only make a certain number of decisions per day. That's and it's true. Yeah, I know. So and, if you, true. and if you look at like, uh, I think it was like Barack Obama, he said that he only like wears like blue and black suits um, because he doesn't want to make that decision. Like that's it's like decision. Steve Jobs wearing the same thing every day. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Last year I was like, okay. I want to reduce my wardrobe. I want to have like a capsule wardrobe where I just yeah. have changeable so that I still feel like I'm making fewer decisions, yeah. you know, so that, you know, the fewer decisions that I have to make per day, the more I can focus on my business and not be worrying about, you know, if I'm making a bad decision because I use up all my decision making. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. I feel like anything you can do, like obviously different people are going to have different methods that are going to work for them. Um, but for me, like I had two things that really helped. One was um, tracking my time. So this wasn't necessary. I'm not necessarily talking about like every day, knowing exactly what I'm doing minute by minute. But for a period of time, maybe I did it for like two weeks or so, I just paid extra close attention to what I was doing. And I put a screen recorder on so I knew exactly when I was at my desk, because I know when I'm at my desk, I'm working like I don't do anything else at this computer. And being able to see that and see where I was getting distracted, it did kind of enlighten me to the fact that like, oh, I, I was 
feeling stressed out because I wasn't getting enough done and I wasn't feeling focused, but then like I was allowing things to actually just distract me like my phone or whatever other things, um, even family members, um, you know, sometimes I would have, cause I had family staying here, um, over the holidays, they would come in and start talking to me. So I realized I was like, Oh, I have to let them know. Like, even though I'm working in an office that might be next to you, I still am working. And that. I can't have like distraction during certain times. Um, so setting up these kinds of little barriers for myself really helped um, just keep myself focused because it's so easy to all of a sudden be gone for an hour and then getting back to work is going to take another hour to get back into what you were doing again. So it's kind yeah. of like a productivity thing, but it's definitely like just to keep your mind a little bit more at ease as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember you telling me that you had like some way, I think you like said that you put your phone on like grayscale. Yeah, I'll, I literally have it on right now. Uh, so it's like, oh, that's actually a great picture also. But if you look at my apps, so during the day, I literally turned the color off of my phone. And what's so wild, um, I did this because I saw a YouTube video that was about productivity and about getting distracted on, you know, on all these apps and things that we have nowadays. And I was like, I wonder what that would feel like, because um, I didn't even consider myself a huge social media person, like I don't get super sucked into it. And so I just turned the color off. And I was amazed, like I recommend anybody to try turning the color off on their phone, even just to test it out for themselves, because you'll notice immediately how much the colors are used to just suck your attention. Like if you look at the purpose of even the makers of the phone, in my case, Apple, but could be, you know, whatever other Samsung or whatever, as well as the makers of all the apps, they want you to use this thing as much as humanly possible. It's in their interest, um, you know, you good or bad, it's what they're designed to do. They're designed to be used. And you take the color away and that power totally goes away. Like try staying on your phone for more than 15 minutes with the grayscale on. You you won't. You won't enjoy it. Like that um, <laughs> dopamine, it just, it just doesn't hit the same without the color. So that's a bit of a testament to our work as designers, um, working with colors and stuff like that. You also really see how important that is. Um, but if you want to stay off your phone, like it's been super helpful for me to turn it on grayscale during the day when I don't want to be distracted. Yeah, I still need to do that. I haven't done it yet. I know you told me about that the other day and I totally like when I see that little red dot with like, yeah. the number, like I have to go look at, it. I have to make that dot go away. It drives me crazy. So me I feel like if the dot was like, a grace if everything was grayscale I probably would be like okay whatever like maybe I might not notice it so you don't even see it that's the crazy thing yeah, yeah. you yeah, don't even yeah. notice the things and as long as you which I'm sure you do you know you get your emails on your your computer screen and stuff like that there's really no need to be on your phone necessarily while you're working unless an emergency comes in um so yeah it definitely was a big change yeah, I also put my phone on focus sometimes too, so that oh, helps yeah. in calls. Um, so one of the things that I did to help me with um, productivity, focus, making less decisions was around my email. So I started creating a, like uh, folders that would like bypass my email, oh, unsubscribing yeah. from a lot of different emails so that I just get my important emails in my inbox. 
And then, you know, all the things that are like networking related, I have another, like, I have those kind of like in other inboxes. And when I'm ready to go look at networking things, when I'm ready to do that, then I can go inside those folders and look at those. And so I just have the most important things coming into my inbox because I found that like I was going into, you know, my email and I was deleting, 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 deleting. So every single time you see an email, you're making a decision. You're like, do I delete this? Do I not delete this? You're like, okay, I'm going to delete this. I'm going to delete this. I'm going to delete this. So this, you know, these decisions add up. And I found myself at the end of the day, just really exhausted and like trying to go back and like figure out, okay, now which emails are important? What am I supposed to do? Like, you know, and even finding like, um, you know, my doctor's appointment, like, where is that now it's all tagged. So it goes inside that folder. So it just like really helps simplify things. And I think that's yeah. one piece, um, about decision fatigue to help you with decision fatigue is to simplify things, simplify your wardrobe, yeah. simplify like your email inbox simplify, like, you know, creating less distractions on your phone so that you're having to make less decisions about, you know, things that are less important and, you know, saving that's, you know, that's mind space or that space in your mind to uh, make those important decisions. Totally, totally. And just giving yourself kind of that space to think it kind of eliminates reactive decisions so you're getting hit with stuff during the day and you're like oh now I have to think of this okay what do I need to say to them what do I need to say to them how do I need to address this issue rather than the creative decisions which are those decisions that are actually going to bring your business forward um, and move the needle and I've definitely experienced that I know that when I spend five hours of my day from the minute that I sit down um, doing that. And I'm just like handling things, rushing things, fixing things. By the end of those five hours, I'm not feeling very creative to go and like, oh, let me work on the next thing that's going to go move my business forward. I'm usually like wanting to take a break or like, you know, deal with whatever bare minimum work that I can actually do. So I, I bet minimizing all of those um, distractions and things like that. And then maybe even looking at what are the important decisions you do need to make and then organizing them in the day at a time where you know that you're going to have the energy to do them. Found daily time blocking really, really helpful. So like, you know, you kind of say like, okay, these are all the hours that I'm going to be working and what are the chunks of time and what am I going to be doing in those chunks of time? And, um, I used to try and do that and just like say like, okay, every morning I'm going to do this and then the afternoons I'm going to do this and then later in the day I'm going to do this. I found that actually every day reevaluating that and looking at it um, was better for me because it kept me more flexible because for example, um, new client meetings, I have them sometimes after lunch, I have them sometimes in the morning, I have some of them sometimes later in the day, and I want to be flexible for those new clients that I'm onboarding, um, rather than trying to fit them into my schedule. So I kept that flexibility there so I can kind of time block around what I have scheduled. I don't think that that will work for everybody. Some people would rather be very strict in them, but I found kind of re-looking at it every day really helped me actually apply it um, and get those things done that I know I need to do for my future and always be able to fit them in as well. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I try to do the same thing. I think the other thing I've been doing lately is I've been just trying to declutter my space. 
Yeah. Not just declutter my inbox, not just, you know, get rid of stuff in my closet, you know, so I make less decisions in the morning uh, when I'm trying to get dressed, but like, you know, just the space that I live in, like, you know, getting rid of things and just having a very minimal space, a minimal space to live in and to work in kind of clears my mind. Oh, absolutely. I so agree. I so agree. There's nothing like getting rid of like your messy closet or whatever. Like when you, I know this is for me, like my house is pretty neat, but then I have these pockets of things that are just like totally not neat. And whenever I get to address one of those, it feels so good. I feel like it does release some kind of energy, like some kind of mental energy. I feel like holds on to those messes or those incomplete actions that you have and then getting to do them. I feel like there's like really like a mental um energy release that comes along that or like a freeing of attention it does feel that way to me too I mean I feel like the more stuff that we have the more we have to attend to it yeah and also like for me like I'm attached to certain things like oh it's like you know bring reminds me of this specific time or this memory yeah. of this person or all of these <laughs> different types of things but then I find once I let go of them that I don't really think about it, that I'm not really regretting that I got rid of this, this, or that. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's a, it's a bit hard, but I'm, that's something I've been working on because I find that when I have a very clean space, like I just, I'm so much more open. I have so much. Absolutely. To my yeah. business and to my clients. Oh my God, I so agree. I feel like, um, I, I think it comes back to that attention thing. Like when I'm in a cluttered space or there's a lot of mess or there's a lot of things that are incomplete, it could even be um, jobs that are incomplete, you know, where you feel so overwhelmed um, with various projects at various stages. And they don't even have to be so much that like you can't take on new. Just if you have enough small little things that you feel that are not completed. So you haven't quite gotten the done on anything. It's really hard to be open to um, new work, new clients, new connections, new important people to me, even things like, you know, being willing to go out and do other things that are good for you, even personal stuff. I feel like the incomplete activities that we have in our lives are one of the huge things that hold us back because they kind of like inhibit I feel like that decision making because subconsciously I want to be like oh my god how could I go do this other thing that I know would be good for me when I have a house that is really messy like I don't know if that makes logical sense no, but that I, is how I yeah. feel I have the same. I have the same. It like blocks me. It like blocks yeah. my mind and blocks my actions from doing some of the things I need to do or want to do for myself. Totally, totally. And I think that the same thing um, kind of carries through to uh, physically. Like I know um, having a body that feels good can be make or break to how you handle decisions as well. And I think that everybody's experienced when you're not feeling so great and you make just like a rash decision or you handle a conversation in a little bit more um, stress than you needed to and you maybe weren't as you know, kind as you could have been, or you didn't give somebody the time of day that they deserved, um, or even to yourself when you're just kind of like dragging yourself through the day and you're being really hard on yourself because you feel like you can't fully push through. Um, I found that really understanding my body and giving it the sleep that it needs, the food, 
Um, you know, and I'm definitely not perfect. I still have those, you know, 2 a.m. nights or whatever where I get excited and I just work on something long. But I I went through a period of my life where I was working that much every day where I would I had another job. So I'd get up super early to go to that job, um, had to commute and then came home and I was working on my agency um, at nights and weekends. And I would I would sleep like five hours a day or less for months that went on. And in the end, I was completely broken down and it came out of, you know, it was born out of excitement because I wanted to build a business. Um, but in the end, like my, I physically paid for it and it really took a while to actually recover. It wasn't like, oh, let me take a vacation for a couple of days or let me sleep in for a week. It was like, it really took a little while to recover for my body to be totally at like at peak performance or whatever you want to call it in order to really focus correctly. So I think that's something I know a lot of people talk about, but it cannot probably be said enough because it's also the easiest thing I think to drop out. Yeah. And I was reading something recently that says our brain uses 20% of its body's energy just to help make decisions each day. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. Our brain uses a lot of energy. Oh my God, that is really a lot. We, yeah, so we need to be treating our brain really good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we need that proper sleep. We need that yeah. proper food. And, you know, we need to take breaks, which sometimes yes. I with that too. Take a break, have, have a healthy snack, you know, something to kind of keep that, to keep our minds, you know, um, at a hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, this was kind of a funny anecdote, but um, as you know, but I recently got a dog, right? So this is the first dog that I've ever had and he's a puppy. He's super cute. Um, and he has to be taken out all the time because he's still learning potty training and all this stuff, right? So I have to take him out probably um, four or five times during the day and then a few, like one or two more times at night. And that was, I realized how distracted at first I felt that was, I was like getting mad about it. I was like, oh my God, like, this is like not good for my productivity because like, you know, I'm in the middle of something and then like, but I have to take him out and like, maybe this was a bad idea. And of course I love him. So I was never fully serious <laughs> about it, but this is just like what comes to mind when you're like, like I would take him out and then he like wouldn't go for 30 minutes too so I'm like forced to take a long break and um anyways what was really enlightening about this is that after I leaned into it and I was like you know what probably it's not that healthy to sit behind a computer for like nine hours nonstop because I would regularly grab my food and eat you know by my desk or whatever um and and I wasn't really used to taking breaks ever in, in all of my working history, as a matter of fact, whether I was an employee or now working for myself. And um, I now that I have fully committed and like I have a little routine with him. So like I took that randomness of going out and I made it into actual time blocks. So now I'm always knowing when we're going to go out. He's always knowing when we're going to go out and it's much faster. But also I actually use that time to just fully look out 
And I look around and I look at the spaces, you know, even though it's just my own, you know, uh, neighborhood, but I really make a point to actually look at everything around me outside. Um, and that has given me, I feel so much brighter coming back to my office now. Now it's like, okay, I have a little bit of a fresh take on something or like, oh, I can respond a little faster to this email because um, I thought about it for a minute outside. Like all of the, yeah. I feel like that kind of, forced breaks was what I needed in order to make myself do that because I don't know that I would have ever had the willpower um, to actually give myself the breaks that I now realize I needed. Yeah, no, I can totally, I, I, I agree with you. And there are some, like, I think there's a, a method out there. I think it's called the Parmadoro method. I think it's oh, one yeah. of Isn't that 90 know? minutes? Like it's like 90 yeah, minutes on or something? It does take like a certain amount of break. And I think I did, I've only done that, I think like once, once a long time ago. So, um, I'm definitely, that's an area I could definitely work on myself, but I, but I have been going out for walks around oh, lunchtime so mm -hmm. and then just feeling that fresh air. It's, oh, it feels so nice. And then when you come back, you feel so refreshed. Yes. Mind is like more clear. You're ready to like, you know, continue on your tasks. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that's, that's super important. So do you have any other thoughts on decision fatigue before we wrap up? Like any other suggestions? Uh, I feel like we've covered ooh. a lot of the, the different I things. I had one thing I, I yeah. remembered. Okay. And this might come natural to some people. It did not come natural to me. And this was like a legit skill I had to learn. And that was saying no to people that, were not necessary. Like I had, to, I used to be the kind of person that would just do anything for anyone pretty much. And I wanted to be everyone's best friend. Um, and I think personally on a deep human level, I do still want that being in an industry, a service-based industry, it's very, very easy to do favors. Um, just today I had to very, very politely decline a, you know, a friend of mine who needed some stuff done. Um, and she wanted me to do it, you know, on the side or whatever. And I try to fit a certain amount of that in, you know, I, I do, I am willing to do some favors here and there, but you have to have your limits. Um, you know, and I think that that's really hard as a business owner, because I feel like a lot of business owners are very giving and you want to, you're like, oh, it's just my time, you know, like, let me just do that. But now all of a sudden you're addressing other people's problems and you don't necessarily have somebody addressing yours. So definitely, like, I've always felt that like, you'll oh, just give, 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 and you will receive more. Like I do believe in like absolutely giving whatever you can, but be smart and maybe you can help people in a way that still backs them up, but it doesn't necessarily also take away from your own attention. And, you know, now having to go out and adjust everything um, for multiple other people, which can very easily just interject a lot of stuff into your life. That was something that I really struggled with to the point where I was like working like way too late to fit in helping other people. And I realized that 
probably all of us would have been better off if I handled that in a different way. And I could still help them, but maybe just refer them to somebody um, that could help them or, you know, send them a video with instructions on them being able to do it themselves rather than jumping in there myself. Like, I think there's all kinds of solutions, but that was definitely really huge for me. I just had to set limits um, because there's only one of us, there's only one person and many business owners don't, I, I know I'm in that position. I don't have tons of staff, you know? Um, so it's not like I can just extract myself for hours and it won't hurt me in some other way. So that was something that I really had to, um, you had to study almost and kind of look at my priorities. Yeah, that's a really that I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I I also struggled with that and I think, you know, finding where those boundaries are for yourself um while still helping others. Yeah. It's a balance, you know, it's a balance because you want to you want to be able to help others. You want them to succeed in their businesses and in their lives. And yet at the same time, you also have to care for yourself and make sure that you're making decisions that are good for yourself and for your business and for your own um, longevity and everything. Yeah, you're on survival, which kind of actually made me realize the more successful you become, the more able you are, and the more wherewithal you have, the more resources you have to be able to help people. So like, that's kind of like another little motivation. Like some people, they're like, oh, I don't, you know, I feel guilty for wanting a lot of money or I feel guilty if I feel like I should have a big business or, or whatever your goals are if you have guilt in regards to them probably if you did ach achieve those things you would be better able to help other people yeah absolutely completely agree with that I'm so glad that we did this together and um, we'll be doing some more episodes um, coming up I'm not sure what our next one will be yet we'll decide that uh, shortly thanks so much for uh, for joining us, um, for joining Natalie and I on this mm -hmm. uh, fun little uh, episode. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all again on Entrepreneur Minds Speak. Thank you. That's right. Bye.